Hello, everyone. I'm Peter Zotolo, and I'd like to welcome you to the Style Forum Happy Hour. Today, we'll have a chat with a couple of the guys behind one of my favorite stores, No Man Walks Alone. We'll talk about what it's like to run a store in the digital age, the process of choosing items for their store, and a few of the things that make them happy. Greg and Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Yeah, yes. thanks for joining us. This is the happy hour. What are we drinking, guys? Uh, we got a little Amaro Nanino on the table. So hopefully you're not hearing the glasses clink, but uh, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> Greg, this is your house Amaro of choice. It doesn't last very long. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, we have to buy multiple bottles. I think usually after dinner, it tends to go really, really fast. <laughs> it's good. It's sweet. It's easy to drink. It is. Um, a little too easy. <laughs> I'm going to try and pump the brakes on it while we're talking. So, hey, congratulations, guys. Six years on Thank you. No Man Walks Alone. I remember when No Man Walks Alone didn't exist, and it, it was just GDL, and it was just Kyle. You guys were just members. The dark ages, yeah. Yeah. Well, have you learned anything in six years? What would you say uh, you can, if you could distill it, those six years down to one or two things that you've learned? What would it be? I mean, I think so there's something we learn when it comes to um, choosing the product. And uh -huh. um, one of the things we learn maybe is to um, just trust our gut, maybe trust our impressions, but also try to see things through the prism of what we are, which is an online store. Uh -huh. uh, and so sometimes there's something we really, really love and we just... Uh, we give up on it because we, we, we feel like it's just not going to come. What makes it special is not going to come through in a photo. Uh, it's not going to come through in 12 photos either. It's just not going to come through. Uh, do you think it would make a difference if people could visually set their eyes and physically put their hands on it? Yeah, so those products, sure. But, you know, there's so much out there, good stuff, yeah. that there's no shortage of things that we think uh, is great in person. And also can be uh, can be seen on the screen. Um, so uh, that's one of the things I think we learn. There's things we learn is that we can't predict uh, anything. We can't <laughs> predict if something is going to work or not. Obviously, if we could, you know, we'd be like sold out of everything. We'd <laughs> never make any mistake. So there's, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. You know, there's. We can't predict what's going to work. And sometimes people are like, oh, why didn't you buy more of that si that color or more of that size? Or There is no strong and clear rule as to what is going to sell. And we refuse to revert to uh, doing basics and just right. like have a lot of navy or have a lot of, you know, just it, it's just not us. We're not going to, you know, have a store that's full of what I would call stuffers, like things that just like, you know, right. are there to create uh, volumes and opportunity when someone is just needs like a gray sweater. It, it, it's not very interesting to us. And there are, other, there are other people who do that well. I think we try to pick things that are just every single piece is great. And every single color we buy, we really love. Yeah, I think uh, that's so why people... At least myself, that's why I keep coming back to, oh, I wonder what Kyle and Greg have in store for this next season or even in the next month because things drop so often. Being that you guys didn't really have any background in this, and uh, did you consult any 
other friends? Did you talk to any other businesses? Did you look at any other articles to see, okay, how can I have this store that will mostly have an online presence, a limited physical presence? You guys have a, a showroom hours are on mm -hmm. Thursdays, right? Correct, yes, yes. So mostly your presence is online. Did you guys do any research or did you just say, all right, let's go for it? Not that much. No. Yeah. yeah. I think the research is our own experience. Mm. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the screen, basically. Yeah. I think it's like years of buying things in stores and then in the early years of online. Oh, commerce. as a client, you mean? As a yeah, 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 as a customer uh, on the other course, side. Right. You know, when you, what do you like? What, you, what don't you like? I, I mean, in my mind, when I put down the thoughts as to what, that, what, what would that website look like, not just what's in it, but also how do you navigate it? Um, it was all, it was entirely based on my own experiences and what I felt like people were not doing very well, the information that people were not providing, all those yeah. things that I thought was missing. Those right. detailed um, measurements, those macro shots, all that stuff, you gotta remember six years ago, there was not, this is not something you saw in every you know, web shop selling. Yeah, that's really true. Really, any any web shop segments. Measurements you, in centimeters like, and inches. Yeah, you may have gotten like a front a photo, a back photo, and then like a you know three three bullet points that say you know like wool button front imported. Right. This is not this is not helpful <laughs> when you're buying you know an eight hundred dollar overcoat or whatever. So uh, I think that's something um, that that set no man apart right from the start, and that's definitely part of your your initial vision and idea of what the store would be yeah i, and I you, think it's yeah. uh, interestingly enough being a staff floor member for a while i think it was a mix of what existing online retail would provide and what the kind of i would say nerdier in a lovingly loving way <laughs> but the nerdier like kind of menswear aficionados i take would, offense to that would provide when they uh, talk about a garment, whether they're trying to sell it right. or uh, they're yeah. just showing it off. So when you try to sell a garment on like whatever style form classified, you provide precise measurements. Or someone will some, pester you for them. Yeah, mm -hmm. someone exactly. will like, some people would post measurements with the tape on it. Right. You know, <laughs> still do that? Yeah. Uh, I'm not right. lying, it's 45. Uh, <laughs> and uh, someone will ask, did you stretch the tape? Right. <laughs> what brand tape did you use? Yeah. Milwaukee, no, but, DeWalt. But the, the, the shots, I think, is a, good, is a good example. You know, spending right. a lot of time looking at how people, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, try to show off their uh, purchases or, like, show the texture or something they bought they are very happy about. Then right. you're, like, you see angles and you're, like, oh, that angle is actually helpful because I can see the texture of uh, that knit. Right. Whereas, like, a font photo, I can't see anything. I just... It just nothing it doesn't speak right. to me um so it's mixing those two you know the kind of um amateur photography aficionado culture of details and like you know different angles and right. all that stuff mixing that with an efficient effective and efficient uh online store that where people can um can find uh what they need and like buy it in a right. just efficient manner and try it and return it if they need to and all those kind of things to make make it like a real uh a real business that is customer centric but bringing those perspectives that are outside so someone who is a career i don't know i don't even know i mean i'm outside of fashion i don't even know what those people are called people who like <laughs> merchandise a website or for mm. like you know a stylist big, a big store. Those people don't have the same perspective than that we do as like lovers of right. Well, it's an, an enthusiast-driven 
right. uh, narrative, whatever you want to call it. Like it's 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 enthusiast clothing for enthusiasts by enthusiasts from an enthusiast point of view. Um, maybe that's the the way to say nerdy without saying nerdy. Right. But it's it's not just nerdy. It's not clothing geeks. You know, it's it's. It re- I mean, I I don't. I'm using the word enthusiast deliberately because that's ultimately what it is. I mean, we. We shop a lot in person, we shop a lot online, you know, just liking clothes, you know, being involved in, in the forum and stuff like that. You just, everything Greg just talked about, you get such a, a good sense of what uh, makes something exciting and what makes it useful and what makes it clear, uh, you know, what, what makes a product special. So it's a um, lot more work. Yes. Yeah. For it, us. Yes. Then just sticking like three pack shots or like some brands even provide you the shots. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, right. we see them sometimes we're like, oh, that's yeah. the official brand. So it's a lot, it's a lot harder. It takes a lot more work. Uh, and at the end of the day, I think what, what it comes down to is I think for a lot of people who are not, you know, uh, uh, clothed, Horses. Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Yeah. That's the word we've chosen. Uh, yeah. It's probably too much information. <laughs> right. They just don't need to know what percentage data overload know, of what and you know how many in inside pockets there are and all that. Right. But it's okay. I mean, they just skim over. They can parse it and yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. If maybe it they are like maybe them. they are really won over by uh, just a photo. They really like right. the look. Um, where uh, and the person who needs that information are gonna just mine it to do to. To the end, and then there's right. some people who will need more information. So, yeah. uh, I think having more and being able to let people choose what's important to them mm. uh, is kind of what we're going for. Would you say the way that you connect with people, because you can't connect with them in a physical way, is virtually by giving them whatever information they need if they pester you? How do people? get in touch with you do is it only through style form is it through other methods uh email carrier pigeon smoke signals yeah all of the above i mean i wouldn't use the word pester that's is not <laughs> not not the term i mean this uh, customer service is a service it's not um oh that's yeah. the no, best I mean, style, thing i've heard yeah all day. i'll run through the ones you just said style form right off the bat is super super helpful super useful because um Say, you know, we have, we have our own thread on Style Forum where we can, you know, talk about new arrivals, talk about new drops. Customers can post what they've, uh, pictures of what they recently bought. They can ask questions. And asking a question in Style Forum is always really, really helpful and interesting. Um, it may get, you know, buried in the thread, but at least for the guys that keep up with it. Right. Other Quote people, their own question. Yeah, and there's say. other people reading that that might have the same question. Right. So, you know, if somebody says, how does, you know, whatever, this fit or... Or, uh, you know, what is this, you know, is this color closer to green or brown? I can't right. quite tell on my screen. And we can, you know, explain that further. That information, you know, somebody else may have been wondering the same thing. So, so style forms are really, really helpful in that sense. Um, style forms are really, really fun in the sense that, like, uh, some fit questions can be answered before I even see them. Mm. I may be sleeping. By another you member, know? perhaps? Exactly, by another member, somebody that owns it. You know, right. that's always helpful. That's, that's fun, but that's, you know, part of the community. Mm. Um people uh, of course we have standard customer service you know people call us people email us you know we always you know answer things that way as well we try to be uh, quick and accurate and thorough um, people uh, will ask us on Instagram people will um, what would you yeah. think is where do you get the most interaction email Oh, inter- yeah. well, interaction in what sense? In um, the form of questions, in the form yeah, like ju- of... Yeah, uh, like what I would define as like just like a typical like customer service query will predominantly be email. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we, get, we get a lot of customer service emails a day. We make it easy. You know, it says contact us right on the web page. People, some people call. Um, you know, we pick up the phone and answer things right away, but lots of times things people are asking um, aren't, you know, a phone call question. They, you know, they're ones that like additional measurements or something. You're not going to call for that. You email for that. So if you, if you think of the communication, there's inbound and outbound. Mm -hmm. I think on the, on the inbound spectrum, of, uh, on, on the inbound side of the spectrum is email. Mm -hmm. We react to people emailing us. Right. On the other end of the spectrum is things like disseminating information. You mean? Yeah, mm, yeah. On, on uh, the other right. on the other end of the spectrum is outbound mostly, and it's like Instagram. There's very little really discussion happening on right. things like that. So it's mostly us putting stuff out there, and people maybe reacting with likes and stuff like mm. that. Uh, and then like in the middle, there's something like Starform where there's two-way communication. Right. So it's not just social media where it's us putting information out there. It's also it's inbound and outbound, and it's a lot of exchanges. And it's so third-party to third-party as well. Hmm? It's third-party to yeah. third-party as well. And it's also, like, yeah, yeah. Customers in engaging with customers. Yeah. Or, oh, right. Or not, or whatever, you know. Um, user to user. Yeah. User to user. Would you ever consider placing customer feedback on your website? Like, for example, let's say someone says, um, I, love, I love James Gross coats they're fantastic they're shaped very well the uh, material isn't too thick it's very soft it's very comfortable that's all on the thread let's say but would you consider putting that on the website as a way for people let's say someone who doesn't or isn't familiar with your style forum thread or your Instagram they just go to your website and they're looking for other people's reviews well we have the customer gallery which which kind of fills a bit of that need customer gallery is a way right. for people to tag us on instagram on their instagram post or even without an instagram upload photos of themselves wearing our product how they personally style it um and so that sense you kind of get the customers you know approach to things we have our own point of view but other customers you know style things their own way and they can share that and and those items get tagged by us. Oh, you know, and those, those photos get tagged by us with the items in the picture. Yeah, I was going to say, so, on yeah. the product page itself, Correct. you mm -hmm. have those pictures. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So even if you're not looking just at the customer gallery, if you're looking at a product, you can actually see photos of somebody wearing that leather jacket right. or whatever it may be. And that's, that's an exciting yeah, thing think, to do. I think one of the limitations of reviews is uh, how fast the inventory moves. Right, and we don't. It's not just how that's fast true. it moves. It, it moves fast because we don't buy a lot. Yeah, right. It's really that. That's that's the end of it. I mean that that Ralph Irvin jacket you were wearing. I think we have what five five units. Right. So, mm. you know, by the time one in each size, basically. Yeah, yeah right. by the time that the fifth one, the fourth one is sold, and you know the first person probably got it. You know, by the time they will write a review, there's almost no sizes left. Right. It, it it's difficult on a product specific basis to have reviews mm -hmm. uh, we love reviews on the store in general i think it would be interesting to have reviews for a brand mm. you know mm. i like this brand because oh i think this brand sh you know works well with that uh, i think would, it's a little bit harder to, to yeah do. where would they put that where would on google on yeah i mean there's no place right now to right. do it uh you know can't i i think the best place to put if you like us and if you want to tell other people that you like us if you want to contribute to us having a better recognition on Google and all that is to rate us on, on Google, basically. Um, um, so you, you rank, uh, you uh, review us, and it helps. I mean, we, we get stats from Google, and those things are viewed thousands of times. People love reading reviews 
on a store, even if it's not a physical store like us, they right. will still just, that's the first thing that comes out. They'll click Google on it and they'll say, what are the reviews? Is the reviews the and what are people talking about? Right. What do they like? What do, what do they not like? So I would really encourage people to do that. And if they want to add something about specific brands that they really look oh, right. for mm-hmm. in our store, uh, because maybe that helps those right. people who like those brands. It's, um, but yeah, it's it's just difficult to integrate that into the site. True. Beyond yeah. a overall just uh, company or site review. Yeah. Yeah, and talking about brands is useful because we add and remove brands very slowly, especially compared to products. You know, I mean, right. we keep brands you know many seasons. A lot of what we sell we've had since the beginning. Um, so, so so that sort of thing. So that is totally useful. Would you? Uh, how much would you say people are looking at Instagram shoutouts? Like, let's say that someone, obviously the reception on Google will make an impact on how people view No Man Walks Alone. But let's say Instagram shoutouts. Let's say someone like Jay Roby, another shout-out to Jay Roby because I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he will tag No Man Walks Alone or he'll at you or whatever. Um, does that have any impact yeah. as does Google or how would you compare it? Absolutely. Cause there's, um, plenty of Instagram users have, you know, great, uh, eye for design, for styling, for everything. And they have their own following and that following may or may not overlap with us. So when they, um, shout us out, that's, you know, new eyeballs that, you know, like what this person's doing with what we sell. Um, that you know maybe somebody that is different than who is already following us because they know our own point of view right yeah I mean it's funny because at the very very beginning of Instagram when I encountered the platform I know my first thought was like this is stupid <laughs> because unlike, <laughs> don't sugarcoat it tell unlike, us how you unlike, really feel Greg unlike the other social media platform whether it's Facebook Tumblr at the time right Twitter you can't repost something there's no cascading right. concept That's true. of like, yeah. you know, just forwarding something you like to someone, mm-hmm. to your own audience. There's right. no such thing. It's just, it makes it actually really hard to connect right. the dots because there's no easy way to just like, I mean, stories is one way to do it, but it's right. very that, fast moving. Right. It's um, only live for 24 recent. hours. And it's yeah. relatively recent. True. At the time, there was just no way there's like apps to repost. Them. But right. The, so it was, it's always that concern that, we may have a network of people, they may love what we do, and at the same time, still make it very difficult to reach the people who should know about us. So it's more like an echo chamber, care about people us. speaking yeah. to the choir, basically. The preacher is speaking to people that are already sold on No One Max Alone. Uh, I think there's a little bit of that. It's not so much about convincing people. It's more about, you know, just people don't even know we exist. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes I discover something and I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that existed. Right. And I look at it and there's, it's been around forever. There's like 100,000 followers. And hmm. I'm like, how did I miss this? And I think there, there's that that happens with us as well. There's people who probably would love what we do. Um, they just don't even know we exist. Right. Um, so how do we, how do those dots and, and um, communities and groups get connected right um, a, a great really good way to do that is for people to 
you know, tag you or right. like just show up their purchases. Men don't always do that that much. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's that limitation, but... But there's the uh, new purchases thread, I think, on Southform where people yeah, but there's post that. something there. And then on No Man Walks Alone, that thread, they'll post some new items or someone will say, how does this fit? And someone says, I have it. Here's a picture of me in it. Yeah. yeah it's all, all, those, all those help. Right. You know, and, clearly, and Google is very important because it's a Google-centric world. Right. When if people, if someone like uh, Google's Captain Sunshine, we may show up, and right. then they, and then they look at us, and then they see the reviews. We'll them okay, to, it's very, right. it's a very fast process to get to to that point. Um, but you know, there's a lot of other ways to discover images, photos, uh, products that are outside of Google. Instagram is obviously right. one of them. Uh, it's moving very fast, but you know, as soon as uh, you, you can tell when there's like a really good photo of like a very attractive garment uh, that it has an effect. You know, people right. like us, or um, you know, maybe we'll sell we'll sell one or two of that item that day, and you know, it probably came from oh, that. Right. Um, yeah. So it helps. This is also a time to mention that you've, over the past six years, we've done very, very little uh, traditional marketing. Right. Or anything like that. Our growth has really, really been word of mouth. It's been um, that kind of thing, and and this is an important part of that. That sharing, that you know, I like this. You may also like this right. kind of thing. Um, a lot of a lot of customers, you know, find us that way. Uh, so we will love this sort of thing. I love seeing how people, uh, you know, make our clothes their own. Well, I notice you have a way of encouraging Instagrammers and others who post pics of items they've bought by giving them credits on the site. How did that idea come about? Ooh. Can I blame you for keeping influencers alive and well? I well, think it's not so much influencers <laughs> we're seeking with that. It's guys that... Um, I don't think it's enough yeah. money for influencers. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not enough money. Keeping and, it real. And it's, it's, it's store credit. It's not like a payout. So it's really like an incentive to be like... We, you know, we've seen people post, in, again, in the style form thread or just post on their own Instagram like, you know, this thing mm. and tag us or whatever. But... Uh, I think that's a brilliant idea, well, but where did, what was the genesis of that? What was, hey, uh, we should, we, we should, we should do something. It or... comes from like looking at ways to share that Instagram thing, and this is something that's you know happened over time. Instagram mm. itself has has changed over time. Um, different services has come about that you know to use Instagram in different ways. I mean, we're, as we as this conversation we we're just talking about, you know, three years ago you couldn't like repost something in a story, right. but now you can like some people will use their stories as a way of like showing their taste. They'll create, you know, they'll spend two hours scrolling through Instagram, put up 30 posts, you know, in their stories. And, and you actually kind of want to look through those because this this helps you get a sense of that person's taste. It's the way maybe like their Tumblr would have worked, yeah, yeah. you know, 10 years ago or whatever it may have been. Um, so I'm getting I'm getting a little um, sidetracked I, I here. Think, but yeah, I think yeah, it's a way to like provide a little incentive to kind of share the word. You yes. Know? <laughs> so we used to have a program that just was just didn't have a lot of activity going on, mm. which was mm. a, a referral program. Uh, oh. I think for like the first four years or so, we had a referral program. Oh, right. Ref if you're a friend, friend yeah. you, you get credit. Right. You get a credit on your next purchase. The problem is guys don't do that. No. Yeah. They don't talk about clothing with other guys. You know, you never see people on Facebook talk about this. What are they about? Guys don't do that. Right. No. So... You know, it was just doomed, and it just showed mm. that people just don't want to do that. They don't want to talk about where they buy clothes. Uh, but those who do take those photos, then it's a way to basically uh, provide an incentive to create that referral through imagery. 
Mm -hmm. um, so show show people how you wear those clothes, and um, you'll get uh, rewarded for it. Yeah, uh, it helps us, uh, and hopefully it helps you with that extra credit uh, if you accumulate all that to like just buy stuff for less money. Mm -hmm. Well, win win. Yeah. Um, while we're on the subject of Instagram, one thing that is noteworthy about the No Man Walks Alone Instagram are the weekly live drops on IGTV. Hmm. Where did that come from? That's all, Greg. Um, uh, I think it was a natural evolution. Yeah. What was the so, aha so moment? So here is the process of the evolution. Yeah. The evolution it was uh, from just having like amorphous type of like drops throughout the season mm, right. so we receive stuff we take photos we sh we write about it we put them on the side we receive stuff we take photos we put them on the side on a rolling basis um when we were doing that that's up to like maybe uh now maybe a couple of years ago a year and a half ago mm -hmm. when we were doing that that way a lot of customers were complaining that oh they missed it when yeah did it go oh it's up? buried in the thread yeah. oh i didn't no, see those when, when did it go when did it when go up it, i didn't get it, notified uh, you know so it's it felt a little bit unfair to those who are not constantly like checking on us <laughs> to have kind of a on rolling rolling <laughs> new items like that so we decided to do a weekly drop at the, yeah. sa the same day at the same time right it's not not exactly new i mean it's like yeah. the, some of the like more high brand uh, like like supreme or whatever would do like a weekly drop so that people know when to go and look for the new stuff it's kind of the same idea it's not i mean obviously not the same dynamics but the idea is okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look every friday at 1 p.m and see what's new and see what i like what i don't like well i think it's great because you guys parse it out pretty uh pretty well in the f it's, it's not just an overview it's not just picture shots you guys zoom in you guys show it with other clothes you guys show how you would style it you guys show how it can be worn you saw you, you show how it fits on you in different sizes how the the silhouette looks yeah, that, so goes, the, that so goes back to the enthusiast thing. And yeah, then, I mean, and, the evolution... And the steps in between, yeah. Yeah, mm. the evolution was, okay, so if we, we do that every week, and so we had a rack full of stuff we photographed this week and just mm. wrote about it. And the next step was, oh, what about that rack? When it drops, we just quickly get on Instagram and we just talk about each piece, I'll try it on. And it, that was the idea. Have you noticed any effects, um, uh, expected or unexpected, compared to before you started doing those people bought them right then and there people would ask questions about them you had more interaction before the live streams or before the before the drops? live streams uh yeah it's, well it's just a new medium of interaction with the customer base i mean people can ask questions during it um obviously not afterwards but we try to you know we have a few talking points we'll try mm -hmm. to hit every live stream you know we want to like talk about the material we want to talk about the texture what to wear with how that brand fits because we recognize that not all the brands we sell fit the same some of the sizing can be unconventional you know we'll try to nail all right. of those talking points and show how to style it um but uh it where was i going with this i'm sorry uh <laughs> i apologize uh, yeah i mean it, 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 any it, benefits it, that you've seen yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, hard to it's yeah it's really hard to yeah. measure any yeah. of that right you know exactly you, you, you've been you doing it for count. how long now we started it last season, so we probably did it ten weeks last season, and now okay. we're in right. tenth week this season. Yeah, uh -huh. um, and so I mean, we don't really know. I, I think it helps some people, 
Yeah. I think a lot of people will probably completely miss it, don't even know it exists. Yeah. But it lasts um, for, you can still download it, yeah. you can still watch it. You can watch it on IGTV anytime yeah. you want, it stays there. We, okay. we, we post it live and it's just one more element for those customers where you know they want to see beyond the, the dozen photographs we put and the, the bullet points and the, the fabric compositions and stuff. Now right. you have like an actual in motion, in person, right. on a human body. Not a static you know, look, picture. Yeah, not a static picture of those garments. And so that's another element for that enthusiast that wants to see like... Oh, you know, they say this jacket is like A shape, but what, you know, what does that actually mean? And now here's a consistent body, two consistent bodies week to week that can put on those garments yeah. in their preferred size. And you can see and you can know. And if, if you follow this, you, you just get a deeper sense of that, um, which I think is, I, I, I find it helpful. Um, mm -hmm. Even as being part of it, yeah, I'm curious now it's to a hear. chance for me to like try things and, and force myself to think about styling things and force myself to think about, you know, trying stuff on and actually understanding how each item fits. Now I know some people yeah. have told me that they do look forward to it. Great, um, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see I'm, how. I'm, we're also interested in feedback on that. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, feedback on that and on uh, maybe the timing of it as well. You know, oh, um, we we had thought about doing it before the drop mm. uh before oh, they actually the video before it becomes live on the uh, site but you know the advantage of doing it after right after the drop is that people can ask questions about things they've seen just show up online oh right and that's what i would definitely encourage is we you know if use that form um to uh ask a question about something you just saw drop right but you're not sure about the fit, you want us to try it, you want to see the, I don't know, the, the lining, or you want to see something. Oh, right. You know, that just, you may have been overlooked during the live video. Yeah, just, uh, no, you, you missed, you, you, that you're not seeing on the static. Oh, sure, right. And then, so just hop mm. on the live, ask your question, and we'll address it. Oh, nice. Because, um, again, other people may have the same question. Yeah. Right. When 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 we have the item in hand, we probably we may miss something that you know seeing the photos doesn't really um, you know display or explain. You right. Know, sometimes you you have to be like away from the item right. to understand you know what's missing. <laughs> what, right. And so what information you're not getting? Is it the hand? Is it something we did, we didn't really fully describe? Somehow right. we completely missed to take a shot of the other side of something that's reversible. And they'll bring it, it to your anything. attention. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, sure, while we're here. And you look into it. Yeah, we so, love that. So please ask questions uh, or like think about questions when you're looking at what dropped at 1 p.m. You know, go on uh, 1.30 and like just, just type your question, ask us what it is. All right, listeners, now you have homework. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I mean, I don't want it to be clinical. The live stream is, is fun, it's playful. It's, it's a chance to, you know, interact with, I mean, anybody that's watching this, again, is part of that enthusiast group or just part of, you know, I'll call it like a, the greater, you know, no man family, like this extended <laughs> universe of guys that just are having fun with this. So, so, you know, I encourage people to, you know, get on troll, you know, do whatever you have to do. This should be a fun thing. It's not yeah. an extension like, of what's yeah, it's online. Not, it's not a Ted talk. It's, it's, it's not a, we're not dictating <laughs> That's what's great about the products to you. It's, it's, it should, it's a back and forth. It's, it's something fun to do. It's, I, to me, this is a lighthearted, fun thing to do. Yeah. I mean, we love having guests. We had you on the on the live stream today, November 1st. Yes. Uh, Friday, November 1st. So, yes. you know, you got to try stuff on. You got to play with stuff. You got to see what you like. I did. I don't every know time how my bank camera... account is going to feel after this. Yeah, every time the camera panned away from you, you put on a new item and came back. You know, I mean, <laughs> that, that stuff's fun. Like, that's that's all part of it. It's not like, you know, here is the right way right. to wear this. It's like, let me just keep putting on everything that's on this rack with what I'm currently wearing, and let's have fun with this. 
Yeah. So I, I want to stress that too. The live stream is definitely not us uh, being prescriptive or being dictatorial about about the no man point of view. This is this is a fun thing we do because we have fun with it, and we want um, any viewers of that to have fun with it as well. One of the downfalls of having a virtual store, though, is shipping. It's just, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I would say downfall, it's just a, a part of it. That's it's part of it, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, from the very beginning, have offered free shipping and free returns. Uh, I read a recent Harris poll that revealed that 81% of adults said that free shipping would make them more likely to shop online, and 70% said free returns would make the pot even sweeter. Well, you want to remove friction, I guess. Essentially, I mean, I don't want to barriers, yeah. friction. Yeah, yeah, barriers, friction. You, you, you want you want to make this process as as painless, painless as possible for anybody. I mean, as a, a customer myself, I buy plenty of things online that I'm not buying from Nomad. Not, mm. I'm not saying clothes. I'm not saying you know, <gasps> what. Yeah, I know, I know. But anything, and 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 <laughs> you know, you encounter these these points of friction, and every every little one kind of wears you down a little bit further. Right. Being like, do I, you know. You know what's what's going on here? Oh, I gotta I'm put in my credit like, card. No, not no, I don't mean like that. But but I mean in terms of like I want to buy you know the, a new dresser or something. What what happens next? You know, is this is this going to be a headache for me or is this going to be a process I enjoy where I feel as good about the buying process as I do about the product? Well, I appreciate that, but I imagine that it can be a two-edged sword. Um. <laughs> so, what's making you guys laugh these days? Any funny stories? Any ridiculous? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff stuff happens. Things are funny. I think I think one of the ones that will never cease to amuse me is, um, so uh, you know, we do the our best to offer sizing advice and, right. and things like that on the site. We offer detailed measurements, you know, sizing advice, any everything like that to to, and we you know we're open to answer fit questions over the phone or over email or anything like that, but. Um, Sometimes a customer just feels they're between sizes, and you right. know, with free shipping and free returns, you might as well order two sizes. Sure, two. Right? This yeah. totally makes sense to me. You know, you're not sure. Like, I'm kind of a medium. Do I need a smaller medium? Okay, let's <laughs> let's try both. Uh, one thing that will never ever cease to amuse me is someone that feels they're between sizes but orders three, because three? one yeah orders three sizes because 100 percent of the time. Anytime this is, it doesn't happen often. It's a few times a season, okay. but anytime someone feels they're between sizes and orders three sizes, guess what size they keep? S- s- none. The one in the middle. They the always middle. keep the one in the middle. You order mm. three sizes, you're probably the one in the middle. Mm. So that, I mean, that that'll always like make me laugh a little bit from a customer service standpoint. Um, <laughs> you know, you just kind of when you see the order come through of three sizes, you almost just want to like jump on it and be like. Hey, hey, buddy. If, if you think Are you're, you, sure? you know, a seven, eight, or a nine, and gloves, you're you're probably an eight, or you know what I mean. It's it's always the, those kinds of things will always be funny. They're harmless, but it, it's good for a chuckle. Yeah. yeah. What what makes me smile typically is when the reason for the return oh. is literally part of the description of the item. Yes, yes. This is All right. Good here one. is this oversized okay, version. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. I get it. I return it because it's oversized. Uh, that type of, <laughs> that type of stuff. Right. You know, straight leg, not tapered. Okay, leg, not not tapered enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's right. when the reason for returning an item is that you, you just didn't read the description. I thought the description it's, was it's a difficult. lie. <laughs> yeah, we do our best. Yeah, no, this is this is true. These these always uh, get. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, 
it's like everything you have yeah just a curve you know yeah. there's the average person is going to return they're going to think about what they buy they're going to yeah. think about the size they're typically not interested in like going to the post office and returning stuff and true it's just not something they want to do um so um they'll return something when they really need to or exchange it and then you have on one end of the spectrum people who just never return anything you know we've had customers and and i think it's actually really interesting in a way who we sent the wrong item to or the wrong color mm-hmm. and they're like hey, actually i like it i'm gonna keep it oh, wow. so they 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 won't even return something that's nice. not what they order um and then you have the other end of the spectrum where you have like just serial returners <laughs> and you can't you can't expect to reach an a, a good number of people and not have just elements True. that fall all across that spectrum yeah. so we could we could complain about the serial returners and people who just you know probably have a problem of some sort and they just keep, just keep buying and returning all the time <laughs> unless maybe they've discovered some sort of a loophole with like credit card points that maybe we're missing uh-huh. um we there can complain about them method. but if we complain about them then we have to like you know spend a lot of time like praising the ones who do not so right. it's just part of the it's part of the business and yeah. it's never going to be we're not gonna gonna have like people fall right in the middle there's right. always going to yeah. be a curve and it's uh it's okay well, kudos for you for offering free shipping and free returns, even though that sometimes does happen. Well, there's a difference between being like picky and being malicious, and and it's I don't know, it's it's pretty clear. Ooh, you're generous. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I under, <laughs> I, mean, I understand where you're coming from, mm. this, uh, because also I think it's frustrating for the customers right. as well when they see things that are like out of stock that come back that mm. are out of stock again oh, you know sure. the, the idea that the idea that okay yeah. i know what i want to buy but maybe someone else bought three sizes in three colors and i cannot right. buy what i want to buy right. because that person came before me i understand right. the frustration and we yeah. see that on Starfall and people just complaining that something sold out and but there's a little bit of community there too hey yeah. i bought three let me know which one doesn't fit or i'll let you know which one doesn't exactly. fit for me yeah which is kind of nice yeah, there's that. Yeah, but holding stuff hostage, not not friendly. <laughs> yeah, please don't return on day twenty nine. Yeah, never right. all. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna try throw... it on. Open it. Try it on. Yeah, make it. If you if if it doesn't work, just send it back. Yeah, someone else right. wants it. That's try always please immediate. That's always much appreciated, even yeah. if we're not vocal about it. It is a quick. Re- oh, sorry, a quick return is always appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> even if it's not something we glamorize or or vocal about. We yeah, it's. It's welcome. No, you guys are great for that. I'm going to throw a philosophical question your way. Mm. I'm going to read you a quote from a, 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 a designer, <laughs> a Japanese designer, Ken Ijima. This is from an article on The Fashionista, and he is quoted as saying, We always knew that we ourselves, we always knew what we ourselves wanted and what we ourselves liked to wear. Though we were unsure if our preferences directly translated to products an ad an audience would purchase. Interacting with our audience, though, was a form of validation in allowing us to gauge viewer support and proceed. Have you found that to be the case for No Man Walks Alone? Yeah. Yeah, it's impossible not to react to what our customers respond to. I mean, we... Uh 
get a sense of, you know, we'll, we'll buy what we like. We'll never buy because we think this is what the customer wants. Everything in the store is, is our point of view. It's, there is this, you know, no man universe, which is, again, our point of view. But um, uh, it's impossible not to respond and react to what resonates with our customer base, I think. Um, I always appreciate the no man walks alone point of view myself because I feel that it reflects someone or a point of view that I would like to have or that is in concert or it is in line with my point of view depending on where I find myself if it's in something uh, an environment where I would wear a suit or something where I would like to be a little more casual or something where I would like to be a little more fun I feel that that lines up with it but sometimes you pick something I don't know if you're like me you pick something and you're like ooh. I think this is awesome, but I have a sinking feeling that everyone else thinks I'm crazy. No. <laughs> well, I, I think the only times that happens is, I think there's on, on the two opposite end of a spectrum, is if something is like really uber classic, right? and we're like, it's great, but is it boring? Mm. That's and then, true. And then it's something is on the other end, we're like, oh my God, this is so much fun. And but we're like, are people gonna pay a thousand dollars for this? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's whimsical and it's fun and it's crazy orange and all that. Right. And we we actually love it. Yeah. But is it? Are we like just seeing things through the you know mm. store operator or prism? Right. Do are people really? Are there enough people out there interested in like having that kind of yeah fun uh, with their clothes that we're gonna sell that thing? Yeah. Well, so yeah, we've gotten a lot better at that over the years as well as being open to those pieces, whether it's for purposes of merchandising um, or to, you know, to, to elevate the, the appearance of a brand on the site. You know, having a fluffy orange coat is a little bit silly, mm, and, right. but you know what? I loved it. I, I loved it so much. I thought it would really look great on, you know, like make the, the Naissance page, like kind of bring context to the whole Naissance collection, which is inherently playful. Um, this is going back to last fall, winter. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, makes the whole page inherently playful. And, you know, we took a chance. You know, we, we stocked it in, like, a classic beige color. It looked really good. Um, but then this orange, you know, was, like, almost just a super, super playful version of, like, a classic Casentino coat or something. But instead of orange Casentino, it was just orange fluffy boa fabric. And, like, a, you know, really... <laughs> and, and this is just an absurd item for, for you know, any men's wear store to sell. But it just... It, in, we're like, it takes a special customer to, to go for it, to take a leap on this. Right. But... But people did. People did respond. To it resonated it. with yeah, a lot of people. Of course. So you know, you, you have to do those. It it it's both a way of like presenting what that brand is all about, um, and it's also there will be guys out there that are like, you know, I'm I I I've, you know I would have definitely bought that piece I saw in the lookbook, but no stores picked it up. Oh right. <laughs> so it's really yeah. fun to be the store that does pick it up sometimes. Yeah. You know, you can't do it with everything. But, um, you know, that's just an important, I think that's an important part of the buying process, an important part of the visual merchandising of the site um, and, and of everything like that. Uh, I love this sort of thing. I really do. We've been, we've been getting better and better at that over the years, I think. Stuff saying, you know, not dismissing something just because it's uh, maybe a tough sell. Right. Because some of those things are the ones that, you know, if everybody else thinks it's a tough sell and nobody buys it, the people that want it will never get it. Yeah. And that's that's a shame because we need more more fun in this. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me with the podcast, and I think you get No Man Walks Alone is definitely one of the more unique and one of my favorite stores because of 
what you bring, uh, all of the items that you carry, all of the crazy orange boa jackets that you decide to promote, I I think is part of the fun playfulness of menswear that sometimes gets forgotten Mm -hmm. and is still an important part of it, as well as the classic boring parts of it as well. No, it's not boring at all. There's a lot of fun in the classic stuff. Yeah, I know. I mean, because what I, what I said is like sometimes we have to ask ourselves is some is some is something too just too basic. Sure. Like, you know, coming back to what I said earlier, we don't want to be, you know, a place where you buy like, you know, a gray or a navy sweater. Uh, I think it's just if we're at that place, then you don't come back. Mm. What's the point? You just come back when you need a, a gray sweater. Uh, we want to be a place where you want to come back and see, oh, what's exciting? What's, what, what did they find this time? Um, so that's in that context that I mentioned. Right. You know, sometimes asking ourselves if something is just too, too basic or like, you know, maybe just not exciting enough. Um, but I like the customers. fact that you guys can carry those basic things, but just with a twist, you can have a gray sweater with a fantastic, unique texture yeah. or yeah. with a unique yarn or with uh, a different silhouette that you can't find anywhere else and you can do the interesting quarter like a three-quarter length uh i'm looking at this yeah i'm looking at the rack of clothes behind me that 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 three-quarter length down jacket that makes Mm -hmm. me wish i lived in sub-zero arctic temperatures yeah i know i know i mean also just part of having those like non-basic basics i guess Mm -hmm. is just a general idea that permeates how we view no man is the idea of like upgrading things mm. so if you have a boring gray j crew sweater and you want like a gray donegal you know a beautiful inishman version you, you don't feel like oh i already have a gray sweater Just right take the one you really want mm-hmm. and then like find a way out for the one you <laughs> don't really want to have anymore just you know find a way to upgrade That's and part of the trade-up program the trade-up program sure, is one yeah. way to do that yeah. it's just making sure you don't uh, you don't get stuck, you know. I, right. I think we are absolutely proponents of like buying things that last, buying things you can wear forever. The that you're really is, excited about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I don't think that you can force yourself to wear something forever. Mm. The the having something that you can wear forever is not the same as having something that you'll want to wear forever. So yeah. there there comes a point where maybe you just stop taking that jacket all that clothes from your closet <laughs> and you just have to realize that maybe you don't want to wear it forever right. uh, but there's something else you get really really excited about mm. and I think a lot of guys get stuck at that point they're like there's stuff I really want but I already have that clothes oh, that I don't right. wear and I don't know what to do about this and I feel bad about this whole thing you know and we don't want people to feel bad about it we want people to just feel good about maybe getting something new but not getting something more just mm. replace something you don't love anymore with something you you like more. And someone else will. You have the luxury love. to do that with clothes. You can't. Yeah. You're not going to do that with your family. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. In uh, in with the new. No, that's and that's a great program that you guys have because someone else will probably get a use out of that, and that's Absolutely. a great way of yeah. recycling and making sure that people have the option to get what they want at a better price and all sorts of wonderful things for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think there's always a lot of talk about, I mean, especially now, in a sustainable approach to buying clothes is to buying used clothes. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is there enough good and exciting used right. clothes out there? 
Yeah. So good question. I think that's that's our way to participate in that is to like you know create a channel that that brings good and exciting used clothes uh, to the used clothes market um, to keep that um, that loop going to to make sure that um, people are actually interested in buying used clothes as opposed to feel forced to do that. Right. Well, thank you again, guys, for sitting down and chatting with me. I really appreciate all of your hospitality that you've given me, and I'll see you guys on the forum, on Instagram, and everything else. Keep up the good work, and I wish you all the best for the rest of Nomad's six and 60 years of business. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. All right, guys. Bye, Take care. Guys.